I know you're not trying anymore. I, that's that's been evident. <laughs> oh god. Hey guys, welcome back to uh to Streamerfile. I'm Ben. That's John. Today we're talking about Welcome to Wrexham, 18 episode first season. But before we get into all of that, John, what do we do? DJ, drop that intro. Welcome to Streamophile, the show where John and Ben watch the latest on all streaming platforms and let you know whether to stream it or skip it. We stream everything, so you don't have to. Alright guys, like I said on the intro, we're talking about Welcome to Wrexham. 18 episodes, it started on FX, but it's also streaming on Hulu, so that's where we got it from. Look Ben, I, uh, look, full disclosure, we're huge fans of football. Soccer, because we're playing England in the World Cup, so we're calling it soccer because that's the rivalry now. That's just okay. what it is. But look, uh, I I could go right into how I felt about the show. But John, what did like if you were to tell somebody what Welcome to Wrexham is, what would you say it is? Damn, you're putting me on like the spot. That? But then again, like that? yeah, that's why we're doing the that's podcast, right? right? Exactly, exactly <laughs> right, exactly right, exactly right. So I could. Read off the synopsis, but uh, well, look, it's a show about no it's but we're not doing that no more, no sir. Mm -mm. Uh, it's a show about uh, Rob McElhaney of uh, it's always sunny fame and uh, Brian Reynolds of everything because he's on everything. <laughs> and they decide to team up <laughs> and buy the oldest football club, also known as soccer here in the U.S., uh, the oldest football club uh, in the world, and mm -hmm. it's located in the town of Wrexham in North Wales. And I mean, this is a team to give you a little background. It's a, it's a team that that was in the Premier League and over the years because of economic, you know, downturns, that mm -hmm. town has had been hit hard. And so as the, the town went, the team went. And so because the economy couldn't support the team, they couldn't support playing, you know, paying players. And they find themselves in like the bot one of the bottom leagues of, of English, yep. uh, the last English the soccer last, system, football system. The last professional league that's the last league that's considered professional soccer. Right. In, Everything below in that England, is semi-pro. In the UK. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is a national yeah, so, league. Yeah, yeah, which is the national league. It's it's a crazy story. Look, the reason why I, I enjoyed the show because I could identify with it, right? Like, I've, I've, I'm a fan of a team that's been struggling for 20 years. I was about like, to say you're see, a multimillionaire celebrity, no, no, married no, no. to and Blake I'm, and I'm Incredibly handsome. And I'm. <laughs> let's hold on. Wait before we get into this. You still have thing, your hair. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to shout out to my hairline. Uh, one thing I want to talk about that before we, I go back to the fact that the Hurricanes, which is a team that I grew up with, have struggled for the same amount of time as Wrexham has been in the National League which is why I identified and enjoyed this show so much. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is an incredibly good-looking guy, right? Like, Rob McElhaney, he's not an ugly dude. Ryan Reynolds is a good-looking guy. But then you see him next to David Beckham, and just you realize there's levels to this game, son. Like, David Beckham <laughs> makes Ryan Reynolds look normal as shit. Like, I just want to <laughs> say that. Me and, me and Melanie were talking about that. We're like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is a good-looking guy. Me and, and David Beckham, owner of the Inter Miami, is a is family was like god damn like but, just... but that's because david beckham has already entered that hair plugs and botox lifestyle which i'm sure brian reynolds maybe is there but maybe he's not quite there yet what is he he's 50 no he's not he's like 48 i want to say 40 no okay. ryan reynolds is like 44 
Okay. Still young. He's been famous for so long. That's why we think he's older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember him yeah. from uh, Van Wilder when he yeah. was in college Dude, I, for like 45 years. I remember him from some random show on ABC called Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place. Oh, he was in that. Uh, yes. Yeah, he was. He's always Ryan Reynolds, even back then, 25 mm-hmm. years ago. He was just Ryan Reynolds in a pizza place. But yeah, right. <clears throat> so the story of Welcome to Wrexham, Rob McElhaney is a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. Right. Slowly wanted to become an owner, get more, get more embedded. His one of the writers on the show, uh, Humphrey, right? Humphrey Kerr, yeah. Humphrey Kerr is a huge uh, sports fan, soccer fan, football fan, as he calls it, because he's from England. And he would. They're they're shooting at seven o'clock in the morning, and he's in the break room watching soccer, watching football. And he's like, "Who is this?" And then he wanted to find out how he could get involved in ownership or in that whole thing. So mm-hmm. they buy this. They buy this club. Uh, called Wrexham, Wrexham AFC. And the crazy thing about Wrexham AFC, like John alluded to, they had some like, economic downturns. They had some bad ownership. The the supporters, right, because they, mm-hmm. they call them supporters, not fans. The supporters mm-hmm. actually bought the club to save it from insolvency because it was that bad. Like mm-hmm. a bad owner took it and just tried to strip it for parts, including the stadium. And so Rob and Ryan had to buy the, had to like do a press conference a, a Zoom conference with all the supporters, two thousand plus people, mm-hmm. yeah, and talk to them and convince them by vote to be able to purchase the club. So that's an amazing story. Just that alone, if I tell you just that alone, you're like, holy shit, this is an interesting show, right? Yeah, that a team is like wholly fan owned, and that's but you know, I'm sure that's that would be part of the problem with any team, something that's fan owned, like you, yeah, okay, there's you save it from insolvency, but at the same time. Fanatics aren't rational yeah. people. They're not the best people. They're the, the only team, and they don't yeah. have the and money. Also, and yeah. yeah, which is which is why Ryan and and um, and Rob, you know, decided to buy to buy the team. But so I mean, like you you were you were speaking about it, right? Because the show talks about we're, we're not going to talk about you know the, the the football, the soccer, the standings, the competition, all that. Um, you know, watch you know if you watch the show, you'll you'll see what it's about. You'll get bits and pieces. This is yeah. really the story of. These Rex. two guys who have no idea nope. what it is yeah. to own a, a football team. Now, look, if you haven't paid attention, as I said, Ryan Reynolds isn't everything. He owns yep. a a uh what is it, gin company, aviator aviation yes. or aviator, aviator gin. gin. He owns yep. a cell Mint phone, mobile. Mint Mobile. Yep. Okay. He owns everything. And and that's his thing. I, I he does yep. a spoiler alert. He that's the thing that he likes to do. He likes to build. He likes to build something. He likes to build businesses. Yep. He likes to build things, and 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 elevate them. And so that was part of the you know the reason why they bought the club. And you know Rob, it's always something in Philadelphia. He's a Philadelphia Eagles fan. If you if you grew up in Philadelphia, you know that they are either the worst fans or the best fans in the world. One mm-hmm. thing can be two things, right? <laughs> yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they are. They're great and great when times are great. They are not when times aren't, but I think you could probably say that about any fan base. But yes. he's a guy that grew up in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. his his brothers, his family, like they were the huge fans of the Eagles. And you know, you know, being a Hurricanes fan, me being growing up a Seminoles fan, uh, you know what it is to be an irrational fan. I yes. thank God saw the light, did ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but yeah. I'm no yeah. longer an irrational fan. I can now watch yeah. sports 
and enjoy it for the beauty of it. I can just turn on the TV and be like, I don't care what teams are on. It's good quality football, good quality basketball. I'm going to watch. Yeah. And uh, I think it was that or a divorce. Maybe that's what opened my eyes. But so that's what this <laughs> team is about. These two celebrities that have never owned you have to a break team. up with it. Yeah. One guy is a business. One guy is someone that builds businesses and creates creates something positive. And the other guy is uh, a huge fan of sport that one particular team. So he knows the pain of, of the people of Wrexham. He identified with them. He felt like those people are his people. Like he is one of them because he's gone through it with the Eagles. He knows what it is yep. to be bad. And he's seen what it is. Obviously the Eagles won the Super Bowl a few years ago, what it mm -hmm. is to, um, to reach that mountaintop. And, and so that's the entire story of, you know, that's what this is. It's like the process of buying a team and how much, they find out how much they didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one I, I really enjoyed it because like, look, I've seen like the all or nothing stuff that they do on Amazon with like the big clubs, like the Tottenham's, Manchester mm -hmm. Cities, like when they follow them behind. Yeah, it's cool, but that's already a club that's made it. Like that's yeah, that's the top of the top. Right. Like that's an established club. Like seeing like the nitty gritty, like seeing the picture, like seeing the video of just a section of like the gym, which is like one treadmill, one elliptical cycle, and some bands. And that's all they have for the gym for for, for a professional soccer club. Mm -hmm. You can say what it like it's yes, it's the fifth division, which I didn't before this series, Welcome to Rexham, I didn't know there was a fifth division. I thought it yeah. ended at three. Cause I didn't you know what I mean? Like I, I knew there was a championship, uh what the uh, the second league or whatever they call it. League and one then, and then and league then one, league two, league three, and then and then the then the national league. Like it's, I didn't know it went that deep. Like that's insane to me. So learning, learning about that, and also learning about the people in Wrexham, right? Like learning, like I, you could, there's, there's somebody, one of the fans or supporters you're gonna connect with, because mm -hmm. if you're a fan of, of any sport, you're you're gonna identify with one of these fans. You're gonna identify with the happy clapper. You're gonna identify with, <laughs> you know what I mean. You're gonna identify with the, the rational hooligans. fan. You, the hooligans you're gonna identify with these with one of these uh fan bases because they're different fan bases within a supporter club and it's just first of all it's a really well done show we always yeah. we always do this thing where like we we completely talk about the show before we get to like the stream yeah. and skip it you're right or wild you're wild right. wild, wild west it. so before i keep going into the show john what do you give ten, it 10 10 minutes in before we keep yeah. going 10 minutes yeah. in, even though I said if you watch the show, so I, you know, you can already tell if you can yeah, tell yeah. already. Stream, stream the show. All right. Stream yeah, it. Stream the show. Cause it's not, it's, it's an underdog story. Look, John said it, right? Like sports is to us and to most people who are embedded in it, the greatest drama that could possibly be. Right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it is. It's, it's like, like last, you could go back, jump, you can go back to last year's Bills Chief game. With some that's some of the greatest football we've American football we've yeah. ever seen, and that's live drama. Like drama, when yeah. you're watching this club, because in the National League, unlike other leagues, I believe, right? I might be off. I might be off on that. On like the top leagues, only one club automatically qualifies to be promoted. Oh, if you're an American, if you're an American sports fan, what do you mean promotion? In the rest of the world, there's something called promotion and relegation. Correct. You can get promoted from a lower league and go to a higher league. So if you're in the National League, you go to League 3. The only way you automatically qualify is to win that league, have the most points or win on goal difference. The second spot 
you win it, but you have to go into a playoff. So second can play six. If no, the sixth ranked uh, team beats you, you're out because it's the one and done. There's no first leg, second leg, no winning on goal aggregate. It's do or die every game. So, so it is. So, it is. That's why it is the hardest league to get out of. Yeah. What are you gonna and say, Jay? So just to break it down, because you you said like League Three, so like the, to give the actual what they are, it's Premier mm-hmm. League. So mm-hmm. Manchester, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, all these teams that you are familiar with, that's Premier yep. League football. Then there's English Football League Championships, the EFL, and mm-hmm. then there's League One, League Two, and the National League. Those are the five okay. professional levels. Below gotcha. that are more semi-pro levels, the National League North, National League South. There is Northern Premier League, which is confusing because it's got the yeah. name in there. Northern Premier League, Little Premier League. Division, Southern Football League, Premier Central, Southern Football League, Premier South. Good. And it just keeps going. It's, I mean, it just, it just keeps, these are all semi-pro. Um, so the National League is the last professional league. And yeah, the promotion relegation doesn't exist here. I, I, I wish that it did. Because, uh, well, obviously, then we would have more leagues. I think mm-hmm. then we would have, imagine the talent pool that we would have for That'd people to develop, sort of like the G League in basketball, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. what, what college football is, really, let's, 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 so the what NFL, is, yeah. what college football is yeah. for, for the NFL. And, um, yeah, so most leagues, it's usually the, the bottom three teams get demoted, and then the top two, the top three teams from the lower league get promoted to the, you know, mm-hmm. the next higher league. Like you said, the National League is, is tough. It doesn't work quite that way. You got to mm-hmm. win the league, and only one team gets promoted. And then there's a what a six team playoff, and then the winner of that playoff no. wins uh, get, gets promoted. So two teams essentially, one automatic and one playoff winner. And it's tough. It's it's tough because anything can happen in a in a playoff. Anything can happen in a single elimination game. As you as you'll see in this in this series, I think episode six to seventeen. Maybe 18. No, I don't. 17 was... Uh, I do want to talk about episode 17 a little bit. That was Romance. Uh, I thought that was that was a really good episode. Um, With W-R-O, Romance. W-R-O, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, on if you follow uh, Rexham AFC on their Twitter or probably any other social media, it says owners Rob and Ryan with the W as... You know what I mean? It's like okay. W-R-O-W-R-Y. So shout out to that. Look, uh, this show, yeah, it's a streamer for me 100%. It has two of my favorite things. Like, I mean, it's TV, it's content, and it's soccer and getting to know the ins and outs. Like, it's the ultimate underdog story because even if they are the most famous club in that league, they're still in the like the last league you could possibly. Every team that's in there is fighting for that same thing. So, yeah. yes, uh, Wrexham has more money, more notoriety. I think I wonder what the difference was as far as followers from what they had before the show to now, because mm-hmm. now they're like at 227,000 followers. Wow. So you can see how it's growing around the world. They're they're becoming an international brand. They're in FIFA 23 because of Rob and Ryan. And then right. notoriety, their sponsor is TikTok, for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like when before it was like some this trailer print company. now, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like before it was some trailer company. You know what I mean? Like shout out to that trailer company. though. The best trailer company in, in, in all of England, though. That that's right, a hundred a hundred percent. Like, dude, it's just it's such a it's overall look. It's just such a well done show. It's really well done. It shows you like behind the scenes with the players, not just in on the training ground, but with their families. Why certain players chose to go to Wrexham, 
why certain players dropped went two leagues were two leagues higher and decided to come down, not just for the money, but you know what I mean? Like you see the heart of this town. Like this 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 race course, the stadium, is the oldest stadium, like the second oldest stadium in the world that still plays that plays uh that plays soccer or football. Like it's it's just a great story, man. Yeah, man, I, I that's what I really appreciated. We we know we we were talking about the the football, about the soccer, and they do mix that in, right? Game tape or or, or yeah. you know how some other games go, and you see the uh, ups and downs, the emotional ups and downs for the fans, for the owners, yeah. right? For Robin Ryan, but that other stuff, the actual behind the scenes of running a, a football team and the financials of it, and you know, just like any business, you're looking at short-term and long-term decisions you know midterm yep. one year three years five years down the line what are we looking at what, what's our budget and then the other piece the, the families because this is as we said they're in the fifth tier the fifth league and so you know these guys aren't making 5.8 million 15 million 20 48 million, million right they're making yeah. i might be making more than some of the guys on that team just to yeah. be honest, and that's the reality yes. of 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 the you know of the league that they're in. Whereas here in baseball, the, the minimum salary for a veteran or rookie or whatever it is, the the floor might be five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, whatever it's gone up over the years, seven hundred thousand. Right. Those guys aren't seeing that kind of money unless they're getting closer to you know being deserving of being in the next league. But so you see those those stories. The, the stories about them and their families and why some of them came back to be closer to home. Uh, obviously you've got celebrity owners. They have more money, yep. more capital, so they can afford to pay some of these guys that are in higher leagues to come down and, and play for that team. Now th- there's no one from the premier league coming down from the no, top no, no. league to you come down. We're talking Ernie about like Holland one be their striker. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, which by the way, that guy's incredible. Jesus. Oh, but bro, but oh, anyway, let's stay on topic, we're, okay? Let's not talk okay, about okay, okay. We'll take, okay? talk about that offline. We'll, offline, we'll talk offline. about that offline. Um, yeah. <laughs> the stories about those players coming back, yes, they're going to make more money, but they were probably going to make similar money in the leagues that they were in because they were like a couple leagues above. And so mm. they were going to make similar money, getting more uh, notoriety, more exposure. But the fact that, you know, they come down, you're trying to i like the fact that they're trying to to lift this team out of where it's been yep. for the last what 18 years 20 years trying 16 to 16 years 16 years, years in the in the in the fifth division yeah in the fifth division and it's just it's yeah. i like the story i like the family story you know you get to see the fans you get to see the happy clappers which mm-hmm. are which are i'm not a happy clapper fan but no, uh no, i like no. to see the, the i'm not a hooligan you know, either though no, no, not that either. No, no. But yeah, I mean that's 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 what makes that's what makes this because it's 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 about these two guys that buy a soccer team, and yes, there'll be soccer played. You'll see game highlights. You'll see game footage. You'll see game footage, but it's the stories behind that. It's just the difficulty mm-hmm. of running a business. Is the family stories and the fan stories and their connectedness to the team and you know, people whose father, grandfather has been a fan they it's in their yep. blood this is who they are this is who I identify and if you're a fan of sport period because right? some for some people soccer is foreign to them but if you're a fan of sport you know what that's like and yep. which is why I, I love the show which is I why I you know I said stream it I I, I like the fact that 
I liked it and I hated it. I liked the fact that they dropped the episodes two or three at a time. Yep. And it was like like meth, like that cocaine. Like I I need yep. to get a I need to get a hit. Not yep. that I know what doing coke is, but I'm just no. saying but you just have, you gotta get your fix. You gotta get what your fix. Yeah. And I can't get I can't I gotta get a, a word to, I gotta wait another week. You know what I mean? Sort of like that like what TV used to be like before yep. we're gonna drop 15 episodes or 20 episodes and you get to binge them in two days over a weekend. So I like that, that it, it gave me two or three episodes at a time and I was able to take my time watching them, but I was also looking forward to the next because it's, it was, it's a captivating story. Yeah. It's a captivating documentary. It's a really well done documentary. Like I, mm-hmm. I think I've told you, like to me, I, I'm a fail. I'm a hard fail at all documentaries, regardless of how much I want to watch them. Like I just fall asleep. Like I told, I told you about mm-hmm. uh, previous documentaries. I just can't stay awake, right? I won't name them because that's not. But this one, it's well, first of all, it's really well done. It, they're bite sized, right? Like yes, they have longer episodes. Like I think, like uh, when they dropped sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, like one of them was like forty six minutes. So some can be mm-hmm. twenty two minutes. Like they varying, they varying length because look, it's Ryan Reynolds, right? Like we we said he owns everything, but he is a mega superstar. Like, he has the power to be like, hey, look, we're going to drop an hour episode, and you just got to deal with the FX. You know what I mean? If you watch right. it on YouTube TV or, or however you still do the content if you're still on cable. But if you watch it on Hulu the next day when it drops at 3 a.m., you you get to see you get to see the story, man. Like, it's just you get to see the fact that, like, these guys that you think are incredibly smart because they're in, extremely uber rich, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you could that how much they don't know about this like they bought this club with almost zero knowledge of what it takes to be an owner of a football club like i don't know if they had probably should have talked to an owner of a football club right. before they did it not not a football team owner because it's very different like when when rob and ryan are in the meeting with the the president right the 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 guy with the glasses can't think of his name it's rob and ryan doesn't matter and they're like, oh, if you spend if you spend one point three five million this year, you have to spend at least double that for next year to make up for wages and and pitch treatments and all this stuff. You can't right. like he's explaining to them you can't spend any less than this, any less than <clears throat> double of this mm-hmm. because of the way the, the way the league works and stuff like that. I guess if right. you get promoted, you get an influx of more money, and then that's when you that's the benefit of going to an upper league. But if right, you get stuck, more, it's almost like revenue sharing, which is why they're, exactly. they're trying to they're, get out of there. They're trying to get the hell out of there right now. As we can talk about this, they currently sit second in the league. I think they're behind by a point. Um, don't want to tell you what happened because the way the show is shot is almost shot over two years. It's when Rob and Ryan bought the bought the club, and then they kind of do the overview briefly because it's hard to cover. 40 was it like 38 matches or 48 matches because there's 24 teams in the national league mm-hmm. so 48 match days they don't cover each game they <clears> give you <throat> like the overview of where they are in the standings they'll cover seven or eight games in one episode kind of show you the the full-time full-time scores mm-hmm. but the, the show isn't about that the show is the story of getting this club out of almost purgatory right they're they're a huge they're a huge club now in the sense of like their notoriety, Paul Mullen was doing an interview with, uh, oh man, can't think of his name. Drawing, uh, he he used to have the show on NBC, does like the NFL t- network stuff. Uh, whatever, I'm drawing a blank. 
I should have. Cost, Bob Costas? No. No, 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 no. Uh, I can't think of his name, man. It'll, it'll come to me. Okay. But uh, yeah. So like, he's doing it. He's doing it. This is a player. Uh, the plays the number ten. Basically, they're attacking mid. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing an interview in the fifth division. Think of think of that. Think about that. Yeah. Each each league has like twenty four teams, so they have a ton of players. He's in the fifth division because of this show. Got the notoriety to do an interview with an American sportscaster. You know what I mean? And talk about yeah. it on ESPN. They're being they were shown today on ESPN too. That's unheard of. That's all because yeah. of the ownership of Rob and Ryan. Like yeah. you never, I was watching you the prob- game on ESPN Plus. Exactly. Like it's it's something completely unheard of. So the growth and the impact that they've had, you could already see it. You could already see it. But with that pressure, right, comes other clubs wanting to knock you off. I go, you think you big? So you'll see clubs that are that don't have the stars, that don't have the money info. They're gonna get these hard fought matches because it's it's pride. They also want to get promoted. They also want to get the hell out of it. They have families to feed. Mm-hmm. So you get that whole story, which is what they alluded to when they talked to that owner from the other club. It's like, look, having Robin Ryan as an owner doesn't mean promotion. Like you, you, there's people here and these stands that have the same issues these Wrexham fans have. Because these yep. are these small little like watching the game when they play Blythe on Saturday or Sunday. Saturday, right? I think uh-huh. you could see the homes between the stadium. Like I thought yeah. that was amazing. Like just seeing that, it was. It's it's such an embedded show, and I love when Ryan Reynolds goes. Now I now I can see what you guys are talking about because he's not a sports fan, right? He doesn't follow sports. Rob McElhaney mm-hmm. does, but now like now he knows. He's like he says. I got the I got the blood pumping in like I got the stuff pumping in my blood that you guys mm-hmm. have now I can feel it, and it's the truth. And I, and I I'm a Wrexham fan now, like that's the good thing about being over here. Like I could just watch them and enjoy it because I know these players from what they gave me behind the scenes. And now I'm rooting for a, a Super Paul Mullen. I'm rooting for right. an Ollie Palmer. I'm hoping Jordan Davies and his and his girl, you know what I mean, have have a blessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many God, things that, that those happen. stories, yeah. It's rough those stories, story, man. Like, dude, it's such a good thing. And real quick, I want to give a shout out to the Declan Swans that, that does an amazing, an amazing song for the show. And yeah, man, yeah, it's just such a good show, bro. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I could, again, this is, I'd almost say I could rewatch the whole thing again and just see it and just enjoy it. It's I think I could too. And I usually don't do that. I, I can do that for something, a movie, a series, after some time has gone by. Right. Right? Uh, like Vincenzo. I could see yeah. my... I saw Vincenzo a year ago. And the only reason why I wouldn't rewatch it right away, it's because these are 80-minute episodes. It's a time yeah, commitment. Different. They're 24 yeah, episodes. Yeah. But it was that good. But it, for most other shows and movies, I'm like, all right, I, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. But... Uh, I don't need to rewatch it. This show, yep. I I would rewatch it. I wouldn't be bored. I would. I think it's those stories that connect you to those players and those fans. And maybe it's because I grew up being a fan. You know, I'm I still yep. follow sports. I'm just not a fan like that. But this is right. This this team because it's such a small like this team is who they are. This this is what they have and how and who I who they identify with. And so it's a different type of thing to say, oh, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan or a Hurricanes fan than saying I'm a Wrexham fan. It's a lot smaller town. Like these players live amongst these people. 
some of those mm-hmm. players make maybe the same amount of money as they make. Yeah. And so like this is who they are. A lot of them are a few of them are home homegrown. So it's 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 different. It's it's man, it's captivating. And I just I that is perfect word. Yeah. Perfect word. It, yeah. I a, wanted so I alluded I only want to talk about one episode in specific, right? <clears throat> like I said, like the 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 show is shot over two years as a documentary. Obviously, a lot of things get cut, but one of the episodes that <laughs> that you that you semi spoiled for me, but not really Did spoiled, I? right? Was ep- was episode seventeen, romance, right? And uh-huh. um, I thought I was like I was watching it. I was like, there's so romance to break it down. This is the only one that we're gonna do like a little bit semi breakdown on. So if you, you know what I mean, I don't want to say a spoiler alert because we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about the overview of like what the show was about. But there were so many parts that, like, like so it's about the bromance that Rob and Ryan developed, right? And mm-hmm. which is a, a funny thing is like, because even the word bromance is broken down. It's like you can't, right. you can't just say like these two have a love for each other. Like they, that's that's too much for men to say, right? And I was like, and yeah. I was thinking about those shows. I was like, man, like we're like all around the world, we're kind of the same. Like we're kind of the same douchebags, aren't we? Like when when we she are. when the the psychiatrist or whatever that wrote the book. When she's like, oh yeah, every time you give somebody, you give somebody one man to another, gives them a hug. There's always got to be like, it can't ever be heart to heart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they gotta, they gotta do the. You always the gotta have that hand in between, like you dab up between, and then yeah, and the hand like, on the on make, the back. Yeah, because you can't make heart to heart contact because that's it's too that's too vulnerable. Yeah, it's too vulnerable. It's like holy, shit. I started thinking about this shit. I was like, holy shit, that's that's so, that's crazy, man. It was. And I know the part that got you, and tell me if I'm wrong. So, because we haven't talked about this, the part that you, because you said, I'm gonna put you out there a little bit. The part you said got you a little teary eyed. Was it when the the kid on the pitch was talking about? Oh, I guess he's kind of like my dad because he's like showing him how to how to cook an egg. Like, because I guess he just never had that. Like he, he so he's at, it's at the end of the episode, and you can see like the young kid breaking down, and he's like, and he goes, yeah, he's just it's nice to have a father figure. You're talking about the other, the other groundskeeper, the younger kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the head groundskeeper. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if it was that part. I mean, it was that entire episode because it was about the relationships that men have. You and I have been friends for and 25 it, years. Yeah. And yeah. you and I, I, I hug you like I hug my brothers. You were brothers. Yeah. Like there is no like yeah. stand in between. We're just. No, we're, yeah, I, we go I, heart think, heart. I think, you know what? I think sometimes I like, I might, <laughs> since we're spoiling this episode here, I think I might jump on you like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Jumped, jumped on, uh, Rob and Ryan. On, yeah, Rob yeah. And Ryan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah. I just take off on a dead sprint, but, uh, you know, and I have a couple friends that it's, that's how it is. We, that's how we embrace each other. It's just, it's a, an actual hug. It's not this awkward, like, Hey, what's up? Here's uh, my hand, your hand. Like, okay, I don't now know give you, you a yeah. pat on the back. Like yeah. we're brothers, we've known each other for twenty yeah. plus years, twenty five years in our case, and um, but it's true all around the world. The one thing that unites men and allows them to be sports, it, yeah, more more vulnerable, more intimate, have these relationships that apparently we're not allowed to have outside of sports is is sports, mm-hmm. and you see it yeah. on the football field. I, I was watching the MLS playoffs yesterday, and. What happens when everyone comes off the field when there's a sub? Like these guys grab each other in the cheek and there's a kiss on the cheek and a hug yeah. and or a pat on the ass. Like that's like that's 
And I, yeah. I only see that happen in soccer. That maybe that doesn't happen in basketball, but in soccer, that's that's real common. Normal. Like these guys come Common-place, up, yeah. they're waiting on the yeah, they're waiting on the side, and like they like they hug each other. It's a kiss, and and they move on. And but yeah, as far as fans go, like that's the only time that like men can can really like cry in front I of guess, each other. Yeah, be because yeah. you go through the ups and downs together, and you're being mm-hmm. vulnerable together, and there there isn't any any barrier there and then it's back to like okay we're gonna put up this wall because we're not supposed yeah. to have emotions and we just got to carry all this this stuff with us and uh yeah so i really yeah that episode was was touching and I, it might have been that part that where the kid is like you know this guy's uh you know a father figure i i don't know they don't talk about whether he actually his father's around or not right but yeah, uh they talk about that but yeah uh so that, yeah that was that was a, yeah, that, that, was, that that show that show is one that like is is like you don't see it coming because the other shows aren't like that right like the other shows do allude to like the importance of like a father being in the life like you see yeah. Bob Marley playing with his kids mm-hmm. and Rob with his kid watching at six o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning depending on the time difference from L.A. to to Wrexham mm-hmm. you know what I mean or, or all this stuff so like you see that you don't see that as much with, with Rob with uh with Ryan with his kids. I think he has girls. I think he's about to have a his first mm-hmm. son, so they don't watch it as much. But it was it was a show that was like a lot of a lot of those things were like holy shit, like yeah, like we 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 do like overall as men like are only that insane or emotional or outward with our emotions during these sporting events. Yeah. Like why like why is that? You know what I mean? Like and I'm not gonna break it down. Like that's not that's not the this isn't the podcast for that. But it was like just like those moments were like holy shit like yeah like there's got to be that space or you know what I mean when you're giving somebody depth or you can't be too vulnerable just have a conversation w- with another man about anything and well, the one that she the one that she said that just literally just came to me like you never see a man like go out to dinner with another man you know what I mean like girls like girls like oh I'm just going to dinner with my with my girlfriends like men don't do that right like it's just not a th- like I'm not saying all oh, men I'm sure some men do you know what I mean like as as friends but like. Well, like, yo, man, you want to go grab a drink? Like, it's never like, yo, man, you want to go share? You know what I mean? You want to go eat? Yeah. Like, that's not a that's not a thing that like that I can think. That is usually, yo, man, you want to go grab a drink? You know what I mean? Like, some for some, like, oh, we need alcohol because yo, most of I think most of the times that I've done that, and I'll say this shit. Like, mm-hmm. when I've said that in the past, like, I'm probably going through some shit, and I kind of want to be around my boys mm-hmm. and talk, and but like need the excuse of like alcohol to be like, yo, man, like. I really got into it with my with my step pops today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just can't have that comment. Like, I, oh no, we're just bonding. It was, oh, it's alcohol that made me made me talk like this. You made know me I mean? talk. Like, you yeah, need, you need that. It's the liquor really speaking. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's so insane because this it shouldn't be that way. Like, that, that was such a a really well done episode because it, it starts with the with the word bromance, right? Like breaking that down. Like it can't just be like, yo, man, these two men have love for each other in a in a, in a platonic. You gotta make it funny. The, you gotta make it funny. You gotta be Ryan Reynolds with trying to be witty and like, nah, man. Like this has got to, this is this is friendship. This is family. This is brotherhood. Like it isn't some weird thing to think that like because you love this love this man, like that doesn't mean you're trying to have sex with him or make it something awkward or weird. Like you could love, you know what I mean? Like that's that's brothers. Like I love my brother. I'm saying I love you. I love I love Chris. Like these are people that I've known forever. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, that 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 show was really interesting, man. So that was like. That was such a different show and took a different tone that I really appreciated it. No, it definitely did. But the entire series is is that way where this is like like we've said, it's about two 
two celebrities that buy a football team. But the story is not just about that. It's not just about no. being an owner. It's not just about the the soccer that gets played. It's about the relationships. And I think if you look back, all the episodes kind of built to that because they always talk about relationships, these fans, about yeah. how their father took That's them true. there or they watched the game with their with their grandfather and that's that's embedded in each and every episode that's part of what they show the the relationship with with their parents or the players relationships with their kids and how this is embedded in their dna and how sport in particular soccer and this team connects connects these people this town connects those generations of you know father son and then the the, the grandkid and then it, it all kind of boils down or you know it all leads to that one episode where it, it just yep. tackles that that subject head on and uh yeah man like that was probably my favorite episode yep 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 for sure and i think it was the second to last episode yeah it was episode 17 romance mm-hmm. w r o m a n c e yeah that's about everything with shout out to the fact that i don't understand why sometimes it's rexum w r like how we're spelling it in the and the thing, and sometimes it's W R E C S A M. It's probably because it's it's a it's a whale Welsh 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 yeah Welsh Welsh way of saying it. And this show, I enjoyed this show so much. And besides the fact that I'm a huge uh, soccer fan, football fan, uh, I want to go to a game in the race course, and I'm gonna try and do that next year. Like yeah. me and me and me and my wife were talking about it, and. You know, we want to go thinking about going to England. I was like, yeah, look, we just we could go to a Liverpool game because it's forty five minutes away from from Wrexham. We could do both. Like, hey, what do you? Like, I will see. I was like, all right, cool. Because you know, she watched the show with me, so it was it was, it was yeah. really well done. Yeah, man. Uh, it was. It's one of my. It's it's just like again, it puts two of my favorite things together. Like to me, uh, soccer slash football. What, Rob McElhaney and. And Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds, yeah, just Ryan Reynolds. Like, dude, like again, I said that at the beginning of this podcast. Rob McElhaney's a good-looking guy, right? Next to Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhaney looks normal as fuck. Sorry, there's, there's, there's our, there's our, uh, there's our one. Nothing uh, wrong with being normal. Then, then you put Ryan, <laughs> then you put Ryan Reynolds next to David Beckham, and it's like just utter difference. Just that's it's look. David Beckham's always been that good-looking, right? But you, you think we're, it, it's just some there's levels to this game. <clears throat> like I don't know who's above that. Maybe Brad Pitt in his prime. You know, because Brad Pitt hasn't done that. I don't think he's done that work on his face. But like that son, like there's just it's so funny because <laughs> the whole time we're like we're like okay, Rob, me and, me and my wife are talking like Rob McGrath, he's a good looking guy. But then Ryan Reynolds, and then episode eighteen, right, the finale. Yeah, when they're at the game. This, mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're when they're at Wembley. You see David Beckham, and like, and he's older, like, bro, right? Like, just tears, son, just levels, and then and my yeah, favorite it's, part, it's it's like the it's like the uh, English football league system. He's he's exactly. still in the Premier League. <laughs> Ryan's Premier trying to league. get out of National League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of episode eighteen, besides that, that shit is when uh, they thought they scored, <laughs> and Rob Michael completely ignores his wife. And jumps oh, into yeah. Ryan Reynolds' arms. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, such a well done show. And thankfully, there's a season two. JV, I got nothing else, man. You got something else you want to talk say about Wrexham? 
No, if you have the time, watch it. Bite-sized episodes yep. for the most part with a couple 40-minute yep. episodes thrown in there. And, uh, you know, I watch it with the ads because I, I don't play, I don't pay for, uh, you know, it, live Hulu or whatever. No, the, no, no, definitely not. It's called. I have the bundle, the Disney package. But still, 26-minute episodes with a few 40-minute episodes in there. Very watchable, very easy to stream. And it's just a really good story. And I'll say this: what, like we always we talked about throughout this episode, like it's a story of fandom and and that whole thing. You also get to see the birth of a fan in Ryan Reynolds. Yep. You get to see that process where he he no longer just becomes an owner, he becomes a fan, and it's 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 amazing to see. All right, guys, we got nothing else. Thank you so much for listening to Stream of Fire or watching us on YouTube. Peace. Thanks for listening to Streamophile. Directed by John. Executive producer, Ben and John. Created by Ben and John. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.